episode 71 of the Knit Action Podcast. My name's Becky, and I'll be your host. This episode is going to be my 2017 year in review. I thought this would be a fun way to kind of recap the things that I did and saw and created this year, and then build some plans for 2018. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is all the things that I finished in 2017. I was pretty pleased looking back at the variety of projects that I did and also the quantity of projects. So a couple of small things that I did, I knit a bunch of coffee cozies from Tin Can Knits. The pattern name was Main Street and I mostly used leftovers of DK weight yarn. I talked about these quite a bit in the last episode, so um, details you can find there in terms of the yarns that I use, but I, I did those as gifts. The other kind of one-off thing that I did was a set of earrings and necklaces from a pattern collection by Suzanne Summer, who also goes as Sosu Knits. And that was a fun gift knit as well. I knit one pair of fingerless mitts. So this was the Maze Mitts pattern by Tin Can Knits. I knit them out of some leftover Malabrigo that I had gotten at Fancy Tiger a couple of years ago. And these were a birthday gift for my dad. And there was a matching hat that I'll talk about in a few minutes. The other big project that I knit that was a gift knit this year was the Polygon Blanket. So I knit this for my cousin who was expecting his first child. They had a little girl back in May. And I knit the Polygon Blanket by Can Knits. Out of some Knit Picks acrylic yarn, I think it might have been Swish, I did this in a rainbow of colors. At the time, they were not sure what baby's gender was, so they were pretty sure she was a girl, but I guess there were some, you know, sometimes you can't always be certain. And so I went with a bold rainbow of colors. I think I had seven colors, seven or eight colors total in the blanket, which made for a completely random pattern when I placed the polygons in the size that I wanted. And they were thrilled with that, and that was a really fun gift knit to finish up this year. So let's get into the big categories now. Hats. I knit quite a few hats this year. So I knit two, three, four, five, six, seven different hats this year. I knit two hats for Christmas in a pattern called 2x2, two two, which was a very simple 2x2 two two ribbed hat. I knit these out of Malabrigo worsted for Christmas gifts for two of my brothers. I knit the maize hat, which was a hat that came with some review yarn that I got. I did a review a few episodes back for the Brown Sheep Prairie DK, and they sent along a pattern for me to go with the review. The maze is very cute because it's a cute little color work hat. It's supposed to look like corn. Mine was pink and gray, so I don't think it really looked like corn in that application, but it was very, very cute. It was a fun little color work knit, pretty simple. I definitely am catching the color work bug this year, so that was a really fun, quick project. I ended up giving it to my cousin for Christmas, and I am pretty excited with how that one turned out. Then I knit the Hamel Knit Hat. So this is a pattern by my friend Emily Straw, and it has lyrics from the musical Hamilton on the hat. 
My son Jack went to Washington DC on a school trip this year and his teacher that took him was very into musicals, very excited about Hamilton. So I thought it would be a cool thank you gift for her for taking him all the way safely to and from Washington, D.C. It was a really fun knit. That was certainly one of the bigger color work things I took on early in the year. And I dyed the yarn myself. So I dyed a beautiful, I think the colorway is called Extreme Blue. I might have actually done multiple blues to kind of land at a color that I liked. But a beautiful blue yarn and then kind of a gold yellow and I have some leftovers. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with those, but that was a really fun project, and I'm hoping to get tickets to see Hamilton when it comes to Denver this year. The tickets go on sale later this month, so I have fingers crossed that I'll be able to get some, and I'm sure once I've seen it, I'm going to want a hat as well, so I, I won't be surprised if I end up knitting another one of those this year. The next hat that I knit was called the Toaf Hat by Wooly Wormhead. So she has a whole collection of hats that came out this fall, and the pattern collection is called Elemental. I bought the whole collection because I thought these hats were so cool. This hat was knit flat with short rows. You do a provisional count, and then she has these cool maps that show you it's a different type of chart. It doesn't really look like a traditional knitting chart, but a, a different maps that show you how to knit short rows um, in the various colors to make this hat. It was really fun, really different than anything I had ever knit, just in terms of the techniques that we that were used. And I can imagine that I will definitely knit some more a collection in 2018. The next hat that I knit went with the mitts that I talked about a few minutes ago. So I my my stepdad is a photographer he does a lot of sunrise and sunset photography in Rocky Mountain National Park so he's up early or out late when it's cold and I thought fingerlet smiths and a hat would make a nice gift for his birthday. He had a milestone birthday this year. So the hat that I knit him out of some green Malabrigo worsted that I got at Fancy Tiger was called the Thunder Twist Hat. So this is a pattern by Greg Cahoon who is the one of the co-hosts of the Unraveling podcast, and he's Knitting Daddy on social media. And Greg is a great designer, and this was a really fun, very simple cabled hat, which ended up with a really elegant and really interesting crown. So the way that the cables came together I thought was really, really interesting, and it the hat turned out beautiful. So that was a really fun one. And then the last one was another baby gift for the same cousin and the same baby, and that was the prism hat. So I knit for the baby a bunch of things out of the Mad Color collection by Tin Can Knits. This was a book that came out, I think, fall of 2016. There were a lot of projects from this when I was at Rhinebeck a couple of years ago, um, and this particular hat was very cute. I used four colors of knit picks in their superwash worsted wool and I did a light gray base and then it has little pops of color where you just carry the pop color along they aren't stitched in and I had a beautiful bright raspberry kind of a highlighter yellow and a pink 
and I was really pleased with how it turned out. I think it's a really cute little hat, and this baby lives in Massachusetts. Right now it is frigid cold there, so I know she'll get a lot of use out of warm things. So that was it for hats. Sweaters, I knit quite a few sweaters this year. I think I, by count I have nine sweaters. And so that's pretty good. Most of them were for me, which is also pretty exciting. I knit myself a Professor Meow sweater. I've talked about this one quite a bit. This was a kit I got from Knit Picks at their end of the year sale in a really squishy wool that they call Wonder Fluff. It's a really interesting yarn, but I enjoyed the heck out of this knit. It was a very quick knit because it's bulky weight yarn on large needles and it's got an intarsia cat on the front and I just had a lot of fun with it. So that was a great one. The next one that I've talked about quite a bit recently is the Niddle Chick Swancho. So that one I knit out of Cladborn DK by Craftsy and this is a Boyland Knits pattern which is a colorwork poncho with sleeves. So sweater plus poncho equals swancho. And I had a lot of fun with this one too. This was a pretty quick knit. I really wanted to have it done for Thanksgiving. I think I finished it over Thanksgiving weekend and was able to wear it quite a bit through the holiday season. It's just a really comfy, really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it goes with a lot of my wardrobe. So I can wear it with jeans and boots. I can wear it with a skirt. I can dress it up with you know, nice pants for work. Uh, so it's a piece that I'm going to get a lot of wear out of, I think. And that was one that I really enjoyed. I definitely have the Boyland Knits bug. And I'll talk in a while about the things that I'm planning to knit for next year. There's a lot of Boyland Knits on the, on the list. The next one that I knit was the Deshane Pullover. So this is a Quince & Company pattern by a designer called Layla Robbie, R-A-A-B-E. I knit this with some leftover Madeline Tosh DK twist that I had in a colorway that's called Blue Stow, very similar to their Cousteau colorway, but this was a sweater club exclusive from a couple years ago. And I had knit myself a briquette hoodie in 2015 out of that same yarn, but I had some leftover and I was looking for a good use of it and I decided that this was the perfect thing. So it's knit on size 10 needles and the front of it is lace and so it was a very, and it's cropped. So very quick knit and the sweater itself is beautiful. I'm really excited about it. Definitely a little more cropped than I would normally wear, but I do wear it and I do like it quite a bit. I think it's going to be a, a nice little addition to my wardrobe and I'm obsessed with the color. So that is fun as well. I still have a little bit left. I did mug cozies in it. It's like the yarn that will never end. So I'm in the process right now of knitting a pair of honeycomb mitts by Tin Can Knits just to have an extra pair of fingerless mitts to keep in my purse. And so I'm using that yarn for that too. But I still think when I'm done, I could probably make another pair to put away as a gift for somebody. So that's the yarn that will never end. But that was the Deshane pullover. Then I knit a little tank top called June Lake. This was from the Yarn Over Truck, and I did this in some gray that I dyed myself, and then also I had leftover hedgehog fibers 
in the Oracle colorway. And so I'm realizing, oh, there it is. Uh, so that was leftover yarn that I had bought for my confetti sweater, which I'll talk in a minute. And so this is a very simple tank um, just to be able to, to layer under things and things like that. And I was very happy with that one, how that one turned out. I also finished a sweater called Ravello. I think this one's Isabel Kramer. This was knit with some hedgehog fibers that I had bought at Fancy Tiger. One skein of that striped in with a beautiful neon coral that I dyed myself based on the craftsy class I took a while back by Sarah Ayer. So she gives you recipes for colors from cephalopod yarns, which was her now defunct yarn company. But this was a colorway called Phoenix Butterfly. I knit and finished that sweater. I was not thrilled with the fit of it. It was a little short and a little snug for my taste, but I had quite a bit of the yarn left over, you know, enough that I thought if I did more stripes of the hedgehog and then used up what I had left of the pink, then it would probably be, you know, at least 200, if not maybe 300 yards of yarn left. I put it back and I am going to re-knit it with the shaping from Confetti, which is just decreases from the um, underarm down and then I'm just going to knit till I'm out of it. So I will stripe it until I'm out of the hedgehog and then I will knit the pink for as long as I can and just kind of have a, a more tunic length sweater. I'm doing the same thing with my So Faded that is on the needles right now, but that's just a fit that I think will suit me a little bit better. I got really brave this year, you guys, and I crocheted a sweater. And I crocheted an intarsia sweater. This is a project that I am so proud of. So I bought some colorful eclectic yarn at Fabric Bliss, which is no longer with us. Um, but it's a beautiful, it was a little beautiful shop in the Santa Fe Art District in Denver. I walked into the colorful eclectic pop-up and there was this gorgeous crocheted t-shirt with a picture of a poppy on the front of it. So with the help of Aurora and Liz, I picked out colors to make my own crocheted intarsia t-shirt. And I am not, I mean, novice crocheter at best. And so this was a really big deal to me to do color work and to try to knit a gar or crochet a garment was a really big deal. That's definitely my proudest project of the year, I think. And I am really excited about wearing it in 2018. Let's see, next up, I knit myself a Notch M tank top. So this was a Pearl Soho pattern. I got some beautiful Madeline Tosh club yarn in a base that I believe was called Euro Sock. And it is a call a heavy fingering. I think it's closer to a DK weight yarn, frankly. But it was a beautiful pale blue and this notched hem tank top used basically exactly uh, two skeins of the yarn that I had. I think I'm going to knit this again because I got another two skeins of it through their club. And the other one is darker colors. I think it'll just be another nice staple piece in my wardrobe. I wore that, that notched hem tank quite a bit this summer and early fall. And I think it's going to get a lot of wear this year as well. Then I knit the confetti sweater. So 
I had a dramatic year at work. Um, I started a new job this year, but the end period at my old job was fairly dramatic. And I had an employee who sent me a gift after we kind of were through all the drama. She bought me a gift certificate to the Longmont Yarn Shop, which happened to be the same day that the Longmont Yarn Shop got their first ever shipment of Hedgehog. So I went down and I bought myself skeins of Oracle, which is a gray with chartreuse and pink speckles, and then one skein of Jelly, which is a bright eye-searing pink, which I love. And Confetti is a striped sweater, so the main color was the Oracle, and then the stripes are the pink. I would say, you know, looking at the sweater, the pink is so bright that it, it looks like the main color, although it was the smaller amount of yardage. And it's an A-line fingering weight pullover sweater, and I wear it all the time I wore it yesterday. Uh, this was definitely a highlight in terms of one of the things that I wear the most of the objects that I finished this year. I have, again, used that shaping on a couple of other garments, and I could see myself just knitting confetti again, just as is, because I really like it. So that was a great one. And then the last sweater that I knit this year was Spotlight, and that is another from the Mad Color Collection by Tin Can Knits. This one was also for the baby, so I knit this while the kids and I were in Hawaii last year for spring break. Uh, this was my vacation knitting. It's a little worsted weight pullover gray body with the same three colors, so a bright raspberry pink, a really bright neon pink, and then highlighter yellow. And I knit it in size one to two years. She's growing pretty quickly, so it wouldn't surprise me if she gets some use out of it this spring or winter because they're having such cold temperatures in New England, and then hopefully also in the fall. So that was it for sweaters. Shawls, I knit quite a few shawls this year. I knit two of the Find Your Fade shawl. The first one I knit for myself, and that was my my big first finished object of the year in 2017. I, I knit it with five different colors. I think the pattern calls for six. I had a sock blank that I had bought at Rhinebeck from Gail's Art that I was really excited about, and that was kind of the main pop color and then I had some grays and some blues and so it's just lovely I wear it all the time the second one was my knit nosh find your fade which I knit with one yarn from each dye from knit nosh so I ended up with six beautiful yarns from the six dyers that participated in knit nosh this year so nerd string scandalous nj yarns bijou basin ranch Knit Stitch Yarns, and Colorful Eclectic, and that was my mom's Christmas gift. So that was really special for me because it really meant a lot to such a beautiful object. She got it for Christmas. She loved it. So that was very exciting. I had leftovers of all of those yarns because I did use six yarns, and you don't use 400 yards of every single one. So for Knit Nosh, I also knit Free Your Fade, which is another Andrea Mowry we have a little more flexibility on yardage and a little more flexibility in terms of how and where you fade the yarns. So that one was a giveaway on the day of the event. And the woman who won it was very excited. And I know it went to a loving home. So that was kind of fun. The other shawl that I knit this year was the Wonder Woman shawl. 
So I dyed up some red and yellow yarn for myself and two of my girlfriends. My one girlfriend is a crocheter. Now the Wonder Woman shawl is a free pattern by Carissa Browning and she has since come out with a crochet version of the shawl. But I have a friend who is going through some pretty significant health struggles and she asked for a Wonder Woman shawl. So I was happy to oblige with that and she wore it all the time I saw her wearing it quite a bit um, and that made me happy so the Wonder Woman shawl was fun I still have not knit my own and I really want to so that's probably on my list for this year is to make myself a Wonder Woman shawl and then not a shawl but a cowl that I finished was the gradient band cowl so that is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli really designed to make the most of mini skeins 26 16 for my birthday, I bought myself some Luxadorna cashmere at the Longmont Yarn Shop, and I just hadn't figured out exactly how to use it. There's a lot of cute little cowl patterns on the Luxadorna website and things like that that use up those little minis. You can probably picture those Luxadorna braids of cashmere sport weight. I think mine is sport weight yarn. But I just wasn't feeling them, and I really wanted to knit my cashmere. So I ended up buying myself a skein of gray in the Luxadorna cashmere, and then I knit this really cute cowl, and I've worn it quite a bit too. It feels like heaven on my neck because of the cashmere, and it's really, it goes with a lot of things because, again, the main color is a, a beautiful charcoal gray, but then it's got pops of chartreuse and turquoise and navy and white and like a raspberry pink so it goes with a lot of things you can wear it with a lot of things because it's got some color in it so that was a really fun one as well attended there were a few events that I normally go to that I did not make it to this year so I was away on vacation with the kids when interweave yarn fest happened this year I don't think it conflicts with their break in 2018 so I should be able to get back to the Interweave Yarn Fest. That's in Loveland, Colorado, and it's great because it's really nice to have a fiber, a large fiber activity that is right in my backyard. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. I'm checking the dates really quickly now, April 12th through the 15th this year. And so that's pretty exciting, and uh, that does not conflict with my kids' spring break this year. So hopefully I will definitely be able to be there. I don't know if I'll take classes, but I sure do enjoy the community aspects of that. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun. The other one that I made it to this year was the Estes Wool Market. So that's in my, my hometown of Estes Park, Colorado. Always a fun thing to just go and get to see all the different... Um, all the different vendors that come from all across the country to my hometown. That's always really, really exciting. So I'm looking forward to that again this year. And the last thing that I went to in 2017, which was a brand new one for me, was Stitches West. So I flew to San Jose in February of 2017, and I went to Stitches West. And I was just there for about 48 hours. I was there for... Uh, it got in Friday morning. I spent the whole day uh, at Stitches on Friday. I went out to dinner with a friend on Friday night, and then I was there for the better part of the day on Saturday. I home on Saturday night, but it was a lot of fun, and I have been toying with the idea of, you know, maybe I'll want to go uh, this year because I have miles and I have credit card miles. I could get a hotel again, but I'm not really sure 
if that is in the cards for me in February, just, just because life gets busy. So I am probably, knock on wood, going to make it out to Rhinebeck again this year. So that will be fun. That's something that I'm really looking forward to. I know this year they had unseasonably warm weather in Rhinebeck, but a couple of my friends went and had a wonderful time. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll make it out there again this year. And that's kind of it for things I attended and things I am planning to attend um, last year and this year. Stashed, I certainly bought quite a bit of yarn <laughs> this year. A couple of highlights. I did the Hedgehog Fibers Club for the first time. I am still looking for ways to you know, ma maximize how great that yarn ends up looking. So I'm on the hunt for probably some color work projects to do with my hedgehog. And then I did the Madeline Tosh Yarn Club this year. And same thing there. I have some beautiful, you know, bold, speckly yarns that I will be looking for projects for in 2018. I don't think I will do a lot of clubs or anything in 2018. I really want to try to knit from some of my very beautiful stash. I have a beautiful stash of yarn and some of the things that I've done at events the last couple of years are still sitting in my stash. So I have not knit really with much of any of my Rhinebeck yarn and my big purchase at Stitches last year was for the Easter West sweater I bought yarn to make that Hohi Locatelli pattern which had come out right before stitches from neighborhood fiber company and that's still sitting in my stash so i have some priorities in terms of things i want to get done before i go adding a lot more yarn to the backlog so to speak so uh so we'll see how that goes and now i really want to talk about goals for next year so in terms of my upcoming knitting plans i am trying to finish my so faded sweater maybe even this weekend and get that off the needles and into my winter and spring wardrobe. I have a freer fade shawl that is on my needles. That was some review yarn that I got from Zen Yarn Garden and I would say I'm about a third of the way done. I did a lot of knitting on that one on the bus last year and really enjoyed knitting on it so that will probably go back into rotation for my commuting days and I'm hoping to finish that up. The Ravello sweater that I talked about, I want to re-knit the body of that piece. You know, the, the progress that I was able to make so quickly on So Faded has given me quite a bit of confidence that I could crank that out pretty quickly. And so I'd like to get that back into my wardrobe by spring. It's so bright and colorful, and so that would be great. And then I have my Heavenly sweater, which is um, a pattern by Anka Strick, and it is knit in... MJ Yarns Persian Dreams, and that one is hopefully going to be a quite quick knit as well. So that's in my queue for sure. I started a brioche shawl by Vera Valamaki. I think it's called Flyway Twist, and I would really very much like to finish that. Brioche is a goal for me in 2018, so I would like to get to the point where I feel confident with that technique. I think the big thing that is holding me back right now is my inability to fix mistakes. And so I'm still at a point where brioche requires quite a bit of attention for me to actually do it. And if I goof up and make a mistake, I don't right now have the ability to do anything other than rip back. So I'd like to get 
better at that in 2018. And then I have quite a few things cute that I would like to knit next. So I have a couple of review things that I've got recently that I would like to work with. I got this cute little crochet cactus kit. That feels like something that I could do pretty quickly and put on my desk. My little succulent on my desk doesn't get a lot of sun and then didn't get any water over the Christmas holidays. It's looking a little sad. So a knitted plant may be a better choice for me in the workplace. I have some beautiful Manostel Uruguay Serpentine that I would like to knit into a hat. I may just do that two by two uh, hat and then buy myself a faux fur pom-pom for that one. I have several, three in a row actually, Boil and Knits patterns that I would like to knit. So I have a short sleeved sweater called Tegna that is very cute and I had ordered some round yarn. I got a fingering weight single from her. It was in her kind of quality control de-stash sale that she did. So she had some things that did not meet her quality control standards and I managed to pick up some very beautiful yarn that has very, very minor um, issues that will not bother me. Little flecks of pink maybe where they don't belong that doesn't bother me. And that's the yarn I have queued up for that one. Then there's a cute clover that she has called Rock Creek. And I just want to make kind of a gray sweatshirty sweater. I have several grays up in my stash that I think would work. I have some Madeline Tosh Pashmina Worsted in the Whiskers colorway. I have some DK Twist in a gray rainbow flex. And I have some Knit Picks Gray that I could use. So I have several different options that I could use to just make this cute little Rock Creek sweater. And then my Sunset Highway sweater. So that's going to be a priority here at the beginning of 2018 is I have some beautiful color eclectic yarn that I handpicked out with Liz the dyer. And I am just dying to get that on my needle. So that one's coming up for sure. I do want to finish Easter West. And for my birthday this year, I bought myself yarn to do the Comfort Fade Cardi, and so that one is a priority as well. I don't think I'll get to that one super soon. I don't see myself casting that one on until some of these other things are finished, but I would love that in my wardrobe for next fall and winter, so that's kind of the goal. I'm sure there will be quite a bit more than that that goes into my wish list, but I feel like for the first half of the year, that's an aggressive set of goals. And so I'm hoping that I will get that done. Then in terms of just general goals, you know, I've talked about some of the uh, events that I want to attend this year. I've been trying to really think about, I don't have resolutions this year. I picked a couple of words that I want to have kind of guide my year in 2018. The first of those is health. I really am just focused on getting my health in order in terms of fitness and exercise and getting enough sleep and managing my stress and eating well. I want health to be a priority for me in 2018. Over Thanksgiving, I joined a yoga studio here locally, and I have been practicing yoga for an hour a day almost every single day. And I am loving it. I am loving it. And I am noticing so many changes in my overall health, my fitness level, but also just my 
ability to manage anxiety, my ability to kind of stay grounded. So that will definitely be a priority of mine in 20. And then the other word that I'm trying to use is just presence, just to try to be more present in my relationships, in my friendships with my children, with my coworkers, in my job, in my marriage. And so presence is the other word that I'm trying to just focus on this year. So my knitting goals then are to, again, use some of my beautiful stash. I, I have a lot of gorgeous yarn, and I really want to enjoy that this year and really just enjoy the yarn that I own. I think I might try my hand at designing a shawl, and I'm not sure that that would be for publication at all, but I am excited about the idea of perhaps picking a design and really thinking about, you know, what kinds of techniques do I want to use? What shape of shawl do I want to make? Uh, do I want to do lace or cables or maybe a color work shawl? But I just think that might be a really fun exercise and a really fun way to kind of come at my knitting from a different perspective in 2018. So that's something that I'm that I'm toying with and that's something that I may pursue this year. And then in terms of skills that I want to build, again, I talked earlier about wanting to master brioche and get to a point where that's something that I can do confidently and that I can recover from errors in and things like that. Uh, so that's something for sure that you should probably be hearing about this year is some adventures with brioche. And then steaking. Again, I really... I really am enjoying color work at the moment, and I really feel like I want to find a way to do a not scary <laughs> steak. So some sort of a project where I can practice a steak um, and get some confidence there so that maybe that becomes part of my knitting arsenal. So that's it. That's my year in review and my 2018 plans. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I appreciate everyone being along for the ride on the podcast. My goal this year is to continue to podcast about twice a month. I think I'm pretty good about averaging twice a month. I think there are some months where it's a little more, and I know in December there was a bit of a podcast drought, but I... I am still very much enjoying it. I feel like I've gotten it to a place where I'm podcasting in a way that feeds what I'm looking for. I'm not probably going to do a lot in terms of, you know, knit-alongs and things like that that make the podcast feel like work, but I enjoy the connection and I enjoy the community and I enjoy the relationships that helped me to establish. And so I'm going to continue in that vein and I thank you all for being along for the ride. I wish everybody a happy and healthy 2018. And thank you very much for hanging out and happy knitting this year. 